Welcome to Shardcast, the Brandon Sanderson podcast. We're a bunch of mega fans giving you the <laughs> the news discussion and, of course, a whole lot of opinions about Brandon's works in the Cosmere. I'm Eric, and joining me is Ian. Hi, where are you, writer? Uh, also joining me, who doesn't know to that when I say recording that you should look towards the camera, is Evgeny. Hello, I've been expecting you. <laughs> okay. Uh, and oh my god! Also, I get it. I get. I think I get that. I'm too busy doing the intro to get references. <laughs> um, and also joining us, getting uh, a non-American is Shannon. Hi, everybody. I'm Gray, and I'm Chaos. Well, he, he, yeah, but you live in America, Evgeny. You are currently residing in America. That is that is true. You're you right. do have an accent. That that. <laughs> much everyone knows i also i also realized i never i never say my my nickname anymore because i assume i am like famous yeah great <laughs> it, this is just their constant thing to mess up my intro and just confuse <laughs> me at least it's not as bad as that time that ben did that like, oh that was that was good times you, you i'm guys, so glad you kept that in you guys don't know then that one episode where ben did the intro i was like com- i was like really angry with that for like weeks and ben was like you should really you should really keep it in the episode and good thing we recorded it a month in advance and then i listened to it and i'm like okay this is actually funny but i'm still gonna complain about it to you guys <laughs> speaking of we are going to talk about words of brandon i don't that was kind of like a segue whatever that's fine uh last time we talked about uh not the skyward tour words of brandon but the pre-Skyward Tour words of Brandon. And this episode, we're actually going to start with the Skyward Tour words of Brandon. And, uh, Shannon, this is your first words of Brandon episode. And, uh, yeah. I've never been on a words of Brandon cast before. This is different. Yeah, you'll you'll get to, uh, stand in for the readers because, you know, or the readers... Yes, you, you read Shardcast. The listeners, uh, the, the listeners <laughs> or viewers uh, who, you know, might not, you know, trawl through Arcanum all the time. And t- to be honest, I trawl through Arcanum in preparing for these episodes. So it works out great. So we hope, as usual, you will learn new things and we'll get some good theorizing in too. I'm sure I will react to new things. Great. Ian, why don't you start us off? So this we're starting with the Skyward release, obviously. Yep. And Joy Blue asked, Void and Basher slash Zahel, they haven't been seen on screen together. Have they been together? Have they met? Brandon, yes. Joy Blue, are they aware that they are both world hoppers? Brandon, I wouldn't necessarily go that far. Here's why I don't like this. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. It's because if... Hoyt knows that I mean each one of them independently obviously knows that they are world hopper because they've hopped worlds, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I would hope that. so. <laughs> thank you for that <laughs> stunning analysis of Kenny. <laughs> Look, I am I am establishing a baseline. They both for, know what this they is, This do. is the hard hitting analysis you come to yeah. show. Look, you should know full well that if you're doing proof by induction, you gotta start small. So Trivial case, satisfied. Vasher must know that Hoyd is a world hopper because when Kaladin talks to him on Roshar, he's like, oh, dust, that old fool. Right, Whatever. sure, sure, sure. 
sure. And so the only the only reason Brandon might be tricky in in his response is if Hoyt doesn't know that Vasher has world hopped. But Maybe. that seems. I feel like Hoyt is self-centered enough to not pay attention to that sort of thing. That is reasonable. There that is are reasonable. actually so many world hoppers. I feel like it's not particularly notable for Hoyd. I, I think Vasher is kind of a big deal, though. Vasher's kind of a big deal. Vasher's a big deal, but I'm just saying if he's just looking at him as a another world hopper. Hoyd then... might just be paying yep. attention to other things and not be like razor focused on Nightblood like many of us are. Yeah, it's like Vasher is a big deal to us, whether he's a big deal to Hoyd is another matter. Because Hoyd has plans. And if you don't factor into those plans, I don't think he really cares. <laughs> I mean, but Vasher is the equivalent of, like, he has created the first nuclear weapon in the Cosmere. Well, that's true. Like, he, he, Hoy does know about Nightblood. Like, yeah. And he, he, he is a person him. of interest. Yeah. He might not have connected Vasher to Zahel, though. I'm sure we will get more on this. You know? Sure. Yeah. Sure. It's like, Hoy might not have like run into Vasher on at the Shattered Plains. That's possible, although they were both in the war camps. Yeah. In the Kulin war camp, no less. That's yeah. True. But if I remember correctly, um Hoyd was only recently he only recently became the wit in Vasher was away traveling until Words of Radiance, at, by which point Hoyd had already left. Maybe they, maybe Hoyd just doesn't know that Vasher is right now presently on Roshar at this very moment. Sure, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Okay. But like, if they like, saw, he actually saw him. It's like, oh yeah, that's Vasher. He just have they haven't run into each other. Yeah. Although Vasher was able to recognize. Hoyd just from Kaladin's description. I and feel I like he identified like, him as dust, not wit. Like many people in the fandom, some people are very interested in Hoyd, right? Like, I don't think Hoyd is a very subtle person. <laughs> sometimes he can. He can be. Be under the radar. Yeah, but not when he's the wit. Where he's kind of allowed to be more flamboyant in himself. That's certainly true. Great. All right. Now you that can... we've beaten this one to death. <laughs> moving on to the next question, um, which essentially asks if we have seen any shard worlds where uh, the magic system is centered, centered around telepathy. Um, to which Brandon says that he has designed one that he thinks is interesting. It's a very interesting world. One that is currently in the Cosmere, but we don't know if it's going to stay in the Cosmere. So we'll see. Cool. Telepathy is cool. Telepathy, Telepathy is, cool. is awesome. That is my favorite superpower. Easy. Hmm. Oh, I just feel like that would be, it would require a lot like extra world building. Um, yeah, great, perfect. Be something but, that would be something really wild, and if they became world hoppers, that would. Uh, 
I don't know. I, I feel like it would be it would be really good. I feel like it would just require like a little extra work. Great. I, I want a rule-based telepathy. I want a rule-based telepathy magic. Right. That sounds amazing. It might also help us understand how um, ruin and preservation were able to do the the thinking, talking, and thinking, listening yeah. on schedule. That's a like good point. from from a mechanical perspective. Yeah, because that is telepathy. Yeah, like there's there's so many ways you can do that in the Cosmere that you just need a magic system to have that foil. Yeah, it know. would have to be like um, cognitive to cognitive aspect maybe yep as uh kind of that's what they say in dragon steel prime in those sample chapters cool oh this next one's spicy shannon oh okay so the next one king asks what would it take for a member of the 17th shard to convert over to a member of the ghost bloods interesting and then brandon says oh the ghost bloods would actively recruit from them so I think it would not be terribly difficult. It's going to depend on what kind of 17th Charter, because there are a lot of non-field agent 17th Charters, which would be less interesting. Field agents, they would actively recruit. That's wild! I know! I really don't think I've seen, I saw this one. I was learning that as I was reading it. What? I know, you're learning things already. <laughs> like, oh, isn't that cool? You are ghost, like a field agent. The ghost bloods are recruiting from the 17th Shard? Which, it makes a lot of sense, because we know the 17th Shard is strictly non-intervention. But the Ghost Bloods are definitely yes, intervention, yeah. So they've definitely succeeded at, the, at this, like, and it sounds like at least a couple times. Yeah. A regular occurrence, maybe. Um, With all of the people who are frustrated, it's like, why can't we do anything? Yep. We also know that Ayatil was a former member of the shard oh that is true. <sighs> right that is true That's so so she is probably an example that so she was either directly recruited by the ghost bloods or she had left the 17th shard and later on found out hey there are people who like to get their hands dirty yeah i'm like i'm sick <laughs> of just waiting around let's get some crap done because yep. i mean Hell, we're like kind of annoyed with them already. That was like, come on, just do something. Yeah. So I yeah, imagine things... some of their field agents would feel similarly. In very world cool. seventeen shard, very different from real world real world seventeen. Very digital. They would uh, hate us so that's, much. That's why. That's why we shorten our name to one seventy H. Is because we don't have to pay. Like we want to get down yeah, to business. We, we can't. We can't even spell out the word seventeenth. That's too the, long. Yeah, yeah, just get the idea out there and, and, and then go hunt for wobs. <laughs> Chris, nope. tell me everything you know right now. <laughs> this next one, ooh, this is a good one, and I feel this is like a Shardcast-inspired one. So Swift asks, how do the Spren and Shadesmar feel about Fabrials? Are they mad that people are trapping Spren? Brandon. Let's say there's a wide variety of emotions, but the general response would not be favorable. I was thinking this ever since it only occurred to me after Oathbringer, but like I was I was thinking that it was a bad thing. This this validates me. I'm just I thought so. See, I don't think it's any inherently worse than 
riding a horse or saddling up a horse in a wagon or using oxen to plow fields. Unless the oxen have cousins who can think, and then they would kind of look at you funny. If the oxen had cousins who could think, I think I would have other problems. Well, this sounds like they're going to have other problems. This yeah. sounds That's... like a thing that will be explored like back half. Then then the human and singer's conflict is resolved. And then we get the real conflict between spread and humans. Dun, dun, dun. They found the a rise way to of the enslave. They found a way to enslave spren. So, I mean, it depends on whether the spren themselves call it that or not. I mean, that is very interesting. Yeah. And how different varieties of spren view truce, the divide between true spren and subspren. Yep. Very true. Yep. Because uh, I don't think the Stormfather was particularly upset that subspren were being used for anything. Yeah. Kind of depends. There's a lot of factors. So I'm sure this is going to be one of those things that as we see more of Shadesmar, which I'm sure we will a lot of. Uh, which the spread use mandras to get around. They do. How yeah, is that maybe they just different? Maybe they just feel it's different if like... How do you release a spren from a gemstone like the mandra can? Yeah, yeah. So the, the thing with the mandras is they can actually pop out of Shadesmar and go and hang out with like giant animals in the physical realm. And the spren, the other spren account for that. Like they know that their ride can suddenly disappear. Yeah. So they're not as trapped as they would be in a Fabrio. Yeah, that's like, a good point. It, it just reminds me of like, hey, we would raise chickens that we kill for food, but like the space that we have for them, like that's, you know, a, a moral issue that, you know, pe people come up with. And maybe they're, maybe Spren are like, hey, you know, uh, these gems, that is too restrictive. And we're not okay with that. It's It's know? too far. Yeah. Okay. Great. Oh, baby. This next one. <clears throat> People asking the good questions right yep. here. So, Orange Jedi asks about the large creatures walking in the high storm that we've noticed. Yes. And specifically that people who see them don't seem to be super faced by them. Do they know these creatures exist? Is it part of their lore? Brennan says, yes, but you've got to also remember that people who are out in high storms, they expect it to be, they expect to see odd things when you're out in a high storm. It does not phase you in the same way that if you go to a horror movie, you expect something horrific to happen. Orange Jedi, do they have a name for said creatures? Freden, there are names in various parts of the lore, but there is no one name. Orange Jedi, could you give us one of them? Brandon unhelpfully says no. Thanks, Brandon. Okay, that explains Dalinar's reaction. So I think about that. He's out in the high storm to like try and find his knife, right? And right. he's a giant creature and he just right. flips it off. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> and, and the fandom has called them storm striders. Thanks, Evgeny. Yeah, I was sort of yeah. like, this, this, this does explain a little bit of that moment because I was confused by that. I was like, why doesn't he seem weirded out by this? 
yeah, I feel like that has to be important somehow, because like, they're giant! There's a giant's friend that is just, like, mystery. This is, like, book eight foreshadowing or something, where, or something. Mm. I don't know. This is, like, yeah. the, like, I, what's the word for, like, you see something on camera, and once you notice it, it seems like it should be the biggest deal, but it's, like, so out of focus that it, you could just not notice it? Giant creatures walking in the high storms. It doesn't seem to be sure. a big deal at all. This is crazy to me. I know. It is crazy. It, but it, it, it totally makes sense. It, yeah, there's giant things. It's a high storm. Eh, it's par for the course. <laughs> I expect weird crap to happen in the high storms. Yeah, it's a crazy also, world out there. Yeah. Dalinar so, could ask the storm father, and he hasn't. Well, Dalinar could ask many things, and he hasn't. And I am not happy about this. We just needed like uh, like a hundred thousand words of the Dalinar probing the Stormfather <laughs> yeah. information. Like, can you just like tell us about that? And Stormfather's just like, no. No, In I don't remember Dalinar's that. Dalinar's defense, it's been like thirty years, <laughs> and there was a period of time where he was like a heavy, heavy alcoholic. So, There's, I mean. He there does was... grill the Stormfather about stuff, but just in order of importance. So I guess this is just not that important to him. Yeah. I'm Book that's four. such a mystery though. Why are, do those matter? Like, is that is this just a flavor thing? This is gonna matter somehow. This is foreshadowing for something. I just don't know what it is. Well, this this being said, it may not be like a plot kind of foreshadowing. It could be just a, a cool a world like these That's could true. be some form of like high storm spread, not in the way that the storm father is, but yeah. I mean, that's that's all I feel like it's got to be related to high storms, but for sure, I wouldn't expect them to be of odium, but like, yeah, could 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 be something interesting with like honors death or something, you know, like there, there's a lot yeah. of possibilities, you know. I, I agree with Evgeny. I mean, like the some some it could be just like a cool world building bit that just isn't relevant now. I'd still be excited. I think it'll be relevant at some point. I hope so. Maybe. Next question comes from a non questioner who says, What would happen if Hoyd held Nightblood? This is on topic for what we were talking about a little yeah. before. Uh, Brandon says, Hoyd would not do that. Hoyd would stay very far away. Not even hold it. Jumps in Storm Lightning, a member of our community. Yeah. Uh, he would stay really far away, says Brandon. There are very few things in the Cosmere Hoyd is afraid of, and Nightblood is one of them. <laughs> yep. I thought he'd be afraid of the blade end storm lightning so let's just say if very 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 few things in the cosmere had a chance of destroying you you wouldn't even pick one up you'd try to be in a different room entirely a collective whisper about nightblood being able to destroy hoid comes from a bunch of shardeders um which brandon overhears with his elven ears and says, I didn't say, I said theoretically, I said had a chance of, I did not confirm. <laughs> Hoyt doesn't know, but there is a chance, and so he's not going to risk that. Smart. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I would. I would get away. Yeah. Hoyt's stance is nightblood, not even once. <laughs> right. 
right? It's a hell of a drug. I I understand his caution. I really want to see what happens. <laughs> Yeah, that, I mean, yeah. Era four. <laughs> oh, oh my yeah. gosh! Yeah, I know that's. It's like it's very true. It's like one. It's like a, my favorite question is about Hoyt's characterization, which you don't. I never really thought about it until he beat Kelsier as much as he could. Oh yeah, so that it, was amazing. Which is amazing, he, he but it's up first, a little bit. He made him up a little bit, but it also made me think. Hmm. Maybe maybe Hoyt would be destroyed by Nightblood. Who, who who knows? Oh, in that sense, that's that's yeah. Funny, like yeah. his his character, like I was Nightblood being destroyed. I, anyway, I was more thinking on a magical mechanical level because yeah. we're, we're, oh, yeah, I was we're thinking gonna... about like would would he be fall into like Nightblood's yeah, role? Well, that was that was my it, first automatic. Yeah, I wasn't thinking Nightblood about mechanics at all. <laughs> that would that yeah. I'm um, shocked. All all this being said. An important thing that Brandon says here is that Nightblood is one of the very, very, very few things in the Cosmere that have a chance of destroying Hoid. Yeah. Like, Hoid is a lot more indestructible than... Most things. Than, yeah. than we, we previously thought. Even Like, we knew he was not afraid wow. of Yasna's shard blade. And yeah. we knew he can heal from, from damn near anything. Yeah. He's afraid of shards, and he's afraid of Nightblood. That seems like a pretty good list. Yeah, like, that you know? seems like, and that's probably about it. Yeah, that's probably when about it. When we're talking on the Cosmere level, like we're like, oh yeah, obviously. But if you're only afraid of that, like, come on, that's a list. that's actually a pretty small list. That's a uh... just don't piss off race too much. <laughs> don't attract race's attention. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, he, his whole point is to piss off race. It's a little too late. Yeah. Yep. Great. All right. Next one. Storm Lightning asks, is there a limit to Hordling size? Like, what is the size of one? And Brandon Sanderson says, yes. Uh, Storm Lightning, should I be worried about White Spines being a Hordling? Brandon says they are not a Hordling. Storm Lightning, so what's the size limit? Brandon, fist size is about how big they get. Storm Lightning, and how many can you have for one? Brandon says lots more than you have seen on screen. Oh, excellent! Thank you for killing the hor- horde of chasm fiends, becoming <laughs> oh my a god, sleepless. No. Which oh, was you know, you know what this reminds terrifying. me of? Um, it reminds me of what was that movie in in Egypt? Um, in Egypt? Well, yeah. like ancient Egypt. <laughs> Not Prince of Egypt. The mummy? Um, with, yeah, the mummy. The mummy, oh. yeah, the scarabs. Yeah, 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 like the horde of scarabs just, it, it's a scene. Oh, yeah, yeah. For the record, we are talking about the Brendan Fraser one. Yeah, not the Tom Cruise <laughs> yeah, one. Come one. on. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah the first we, mummy. Who has a character in it named Evie. Not hey. Evie. And it's yeah. spelled differently. Yeah. Thank you very much. <laughs> okay. But yeah. So that's that's terrible. I mean, that's kind of what happens to um, those skybreakers in um, Edge Dancer. Yep. Yeah. So would it be like a lethy man-sized fist? Because they're like seven feet tall. Yeah, I don't think it matters all that. I mean, also they're not quite seven. Like so Calibre. this was this was just to rule out chasm fiends. <laughs> For Basically. me, yes. Okay. Well, but like, besides, <laughs> that's a, a wide range. 
Yeah, and I don't know. It, it's cool. Uh, someone later asked a lot later, uh, sometime in this tour, about if they can be the size of Chasm Fiends. Like, if you have all the Hordlings together, if you could be a Chasm Fiend size. And I think Brandon either said no or Raphid. I don't remember. Probably I think it was not. a no. Yeah, that seems a little too big. I, I have a feeling Dizians wouldn't be much larger than humanoids. Yep. He does say more than you have seen on screen, and we've yeah. seen humanoids. Yeah. Yeah. You so... could be, like, bigger than Shaq, but you couldn't be a Chasm Fiend. <laughs> I don't. I to me that implies like bigger than human. I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, I would, yeah. I'm not. I'm not sure. I would go Kazan fiend, but maybe I would go. Yeah. half well, Kazan fiend. I don't also, know. Also, a larger number doesn't necessarily mean larger size. Like maybe they can, they can breed more, but they have to keep their mass about the same. True. That's possible. Uh, in which case, maybe they gain like finer control over all of the hordlings. You get more. Like you have more feelers out there in the world. I want sleepless viewpoints. Oh my god, that'd be so cool. That's Technically, so weird we cool. have already had sleepless viewpoints in the back of the I book. Wouldn't the... Oh. I wouldn't yeah. call the back, the back of the book. Cover? Technically, that's, that's a that thing a that a sleepless wrote down that we are reading. That's like saying reading the Oathbringer epigraphs. What Dalinar is writing down were in Dalinar's yeah. head. Yeah. That's not the same thing as Dalinar's viewpoint. Yeah, that, that's not the same. Alright, next question. Can a metal mind be made into a sentient object? Brandon, if it's already got investiture in it, yes. So what? like awaken it? Eh. Eh. It could feel feelings. Maybe. I don't know if awakening itself would Wait. necessarily do it because investiture resists other investiture, so... And also, uh... If it's if it's keyed, the the investiture would not. I, I'm getting all confused because I've read like all of these from the tour, and there was I think there was something like that if you're keyed, if you had that, the metal mines investiture would be keyed to the person who put it in there, not the new object you're making. So like it would be weird, but. Maybe maybe this is more of like a theoretical thing than like a practical that's, thing. That's the feeling I'm getting. Uh, more of a hey, is it possible if a meta if if a metal mind is already invested, can you awaken it, or well, or would it resist some but, process? And theoretically, any investor left alone for a long time will develop sentience. So yeah, enough of it. But I don't know if a metal mind's enough. But. Yeah. Well, it's also, more likely the more investiture you have, which implies also it's possible even with a very little. Just yeah, very yeah but I, I don't know if investiture essentially stored in an object would would do the same thing. Like it may need to be yeah. free investiture, like in in Spren yeah. or Sions or shards, right, or something to that effect. In this next one, the Fulgid asks an Elantris question. Thereby making them my new favorite charter for the moment. Okay. <laughs> Would you be willing to share the failed process that Hoyd used to be attempt to become an Elantrian? Brandon, no. <laughs> I can just imagine his smirk on his face. It's just no. 
not not gonna do that. Incredible. Why uh, why do we want to know this, Ian? I mean, I'm obsessed with Elaine Trist, so. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, it's I mean, also curious. It's also her. interesting okay. to see how Hoyd would have gone about trying to become an Elantrian. I mean, that is weird, but yeah. But it's just like, nah. Well, I like it. <laughs> Not me. Um, I like knowing that he fails to pick up some of the Cosmere magics that he's yeah. constantly trying to... But that was uh, also uh, a, a much further back in the past, so maybe he's better at it now. But Oh, maybe. Yeah. I just but... uh, will be interested. Yeah. Knowing sure. what we know about how Selesh magic works and how Aeon Door works, which granted isn't a ton, but it would be very unlikely that Hoyd could become an Elantrian. I, I agree. Yeah. And also this question is not the same question as why did Hoyd fail to become an Elantrian? Yes. Which I think the Aeon Door and how we know it functions if Hoyd doesn't like belong to devotion yeah. or dominion then that makes total sense to me yeah uh moving on same question still from the that full good um My in oathbringer chapter 68 which says some men as they age grow wiser <laughs> i am not one of those for wisdom and i have always been at cross purpose and i have yet to learn the tongue in which she speaks is Hoyt referring to wisdom as a concept? Uh, to which Brandon smiles slyly yeah. and ruffles it. Wisdom is a shard. Uh, uh. And the reason we have this question is because some people on this podcast believe that wisdom is a shard uh. or, or something <laughs> to the effect of wisdom is a yeah. shard. And, and this mean... one line is like the strongest evidence for it. Wanting to hide and survive is a very wise decision. Maybe. Yeah, but that's the survival shard. No. <laughs> so the next one. Um, questioner asks, I'm curious, you mentioned at the Legion release that the Fused were after the Spren that Hoyd bonded. Was there a specific reason why they wanted that Spren, or was it just because the inaudible? Brandon says... <laughs> <laughs> Brandon Classic. says, I will say they would have done that for another spren in that situation. And then the questioner asks, any other spren? Brandon says, not any other spren, but there wasn't something uniquely identifying about that spren that they were hunting. Questioner clarifies, they wouldn't have done it for any spren, but there were other spren they had done it for. Brandon says, yes. Oh. So what is the situation that this spren was in? I don't know. I feel I, like trapped is... in Kolinar? I would say less trapped in Kolinar, although that could be. Um, could be a thing like if they're, if they're trying to keep information um, contained, like a spread could easily leave the city and, and talk about what's going on in the city. Um, probably more than, than the spread was like along the had a half-formed Nahal bond. Yeah, I think it's definitely this th this friend has already shown that it is willing to form a Nahal bond. Mm -hmm. Okay. And create another enemy for us to deal with. Right, so they wouldn't murder every spren, but a spren that was 
actively trying to make a bond that's like, well, we'll kill that if we can, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That seems very sensible. Because the Night Radiant is a substantial power. Yes. Big threat. They can deal with the fuse in a way normal soldiers can't. And the fused are kind of their trump card. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Previously, I didn't like that idea because it seemed odd for me, odd to me for uh, the fused to expend so much resources in hunting down a single spren, Mm -hmm. which could pose the threat for a single, like, it seemed way too much work for way too little gain. Um, But on a second thought, a single radiant is, it's a lot. Yeah. And they have to keep their prisoners occupied, so why not just set them digging? Yeah, they don't that, expect that the friend to be getting anywhere, so it's just as long as it takes, just it's not leaving, just keep them occupied. No, that was what Ben said that it's like, eh, it's, is it really that many resources? It's like, they're just a bunch of slaves, whatever. This next one, questioner Do the people on Ashen know about Roshar? Brandon, some do. There are it's people in Roshar. A... I mean, sorry, there are people in Ashen. Yes. Yeah. Yep. What? Yeah. There's 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 floating cities. Yep. So there's still people there. Yeah. The yeah. unpublished, unwritten, unpublished story, the Silence Divine, um, of which Brandon has read, like a chapter, if that, uh, takes place there. This is the the infamous disease-based magic where you get sick and you get oh. superpowers. Yeah, that was, that on, was Ashen. on. I didn't think that was on this world. Yeah, oh. that's on Ashen. Literally, and, yeah, I know. And it is flying cities. Are they also upside down? I feel like they were upside down. I I think they're upside down. I don't, I don't know remember. if they're still upside down, but I'm pretty sure they were upside like, down. I think canonical, right? I, I, yeah, 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 obviously. But I think in the reading, the character left a building he was in and then looked up and the ground was there. I think that's how it worked. The ground and, covered in lava. Yeah, yeah, no, it's that, yeah, that world's messed up. Uh, and and in our last episode, Gray, uh, we had a thing where uh, Ashen magic was not always sickness based, so like things changed over time. Yeah, you should have uh, you should have listened to our last episode. She literally <laughs> couldn't have because we recorded it yesterday, and, <laughs> and it's secrets. December second. So yeah, but I'll go back in time and listen. Yeah. Right? Did you just say it's November second? No, I said December second. Is that December? Okay. Yeah, I heard November. I was like, no. You just said. You just heard the ember part. The ember, ember. Okay, so this is kind of a very good non-committal answer because this could mean anything. Some do. Some people. That's true. I'm sure there are world hoppers. Is there a perpendicularity there? There's so many questions you could ask. So why don't you give us the next one, Ian, as a punishment for not being able to hear December properly? Okay. This question also asks, you're next in order. Yes. Question asks, is there a group on Taldane that's tied to autonomy directly, like working for autonomy? I'm after Sand Mages versus The Evil Librarians. Sand Mages versus the <laughs> Brandon Evil Librarians. says I would say yes, though there's some wiggle room in that question. I would say yes. I wouldn't canonize it. I would call it Word of Brandon canonized. Thanks, Brandon. Until it appears in the books, it's not super canon. Super, super canon. canon. 
<laughs> it's a it's a giant cannon on top ah. of Brandon's house, and it shoots words. Yes. That's that's how he disseminates wobs. Yes. <laughs> Through the yes. super cannon. That's you know what that is right now? That's cannon. That is super cannon. Next. Uh, Squeeves asks the next question, which is Stormlight, when you hold it, gives a sense of immediate urgency or movement. Does void light have a similar emotional impact? Yes, says Brandon. Is it the same as the urgency, or is it something different? Something different. What is it? Raffo, good question. I, Brandon, I agree. That is a good question. That, that is a good question. That is yeah, a I don't good, question. Really good question. I don't agree with the Raffo part, but it's a good, it's a good question. <laughs> I don't agree with the Raffo. So, do we, do we want to... I mean, we can't even theorize, right? We can... We can guess. We can well, brainstorm. Honor, well, uh... Stormlight is supposed to leak out because probably, uh, you know, the storms always have motion, right? And so that's kind of a thing, right? It, it's it's supposed to, like, represent the storms, right? Whereas Could Void be. Light sucks yes. in, so it wouldn't... Maybe it would have, like, like the ODME thing of uh, that maybe you feel, like, less emotion or something? I don't know. Empty, yeah. kind of? Emptiness, maybe? Yeah. That's what I So was stillness, emptiness, emotionless. Um, yeah. I like that. And maybe and and maybe this could tie into uh, praise, uh, like how how the fused praise people for having passion or great passion. Mm -hmm. So if if it is normal for them to always be filled with void light and to not feel much, then anyone who can kind of power through that and be emotional and passionate about things that might be noteworthy. Oh, yeah. I like that. I, I actually really like that. <laughs> actually, that, that, that's really good. I like that. Cool. Yeah. Nice. And it, it makes sense, given what we know about Odium. Yeah, no, I think that's very sensible. Chris, the next question. What is the opposite of Stormlight called, Brandon? Some would argue void light is the opposite. Thanks, Brandon. Well, Thank I, I think the reason why he's hedging is because Brandon has intimated recently-ish that there is there could be a cultivation light or third light. Maybe. Maybe. The so last like, light. It's not oh, a duality, right? So there's not yeah. like opposite per se. It's not like ruin and preservation because there's three shards, right? Yeah. And... Also, ruin and preservation are the most perfect set of opposites in right. the shards. Yeah, yeah, right, right. So it's not like otter and odium are opposite. Yeah. 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 So that's important to realize. But if we think about void light being a calming void and stormlight being pushes you forward, that kind of like a, would lend credence yeah. to them being opposite. Well, it's it's. I, I think it's more of a honor and odium were opposed, and yeah. so stormlight and void light are, in that sense, at least, op opposites. Yeah. So the next one, questioner asks: Does every shard of divinity, so to speak, have a metal associated to it? Brandon, they all have at least one. 
Interesting. So. God, I, I, I wish I had thought about this question earlier because I, I could have prepared with other no, sources, right? No, no, no. Hot takes. Hot takes hot, on Shotcast. Hot takes. <laughs> hot takes. Uh, theory Crafting Live. Theory... Yeah. Hey, look, it worked great for Void Light. Right. Um, so this makes me think of... We, we've had a couple of words of Brandon on what it would take for a shard that is not ruined preservation or harmony to get a metal on schedule, like elementically or magically viable metal, such as trillium, for example. Okay. And it, the answer is pretty much the shard would have to invest themselves in that world. And they would they would have to start doing things which I've previously equated to, well, you gotta go there, you gotta you gotta dig roots in the world. Yeah. Um sure. Which is which is how I think of, of shards investing themselves in worlds. And so this new at least one metal per shard could be an indication that hey, for you to get a god medal for you to get a physical manifestation of your investiture, which is traditionally metallic or metal-like, you, one, need to be a shard, great. Two, you have to go invest yourself in a world. But if you do that on multiple worlds, you might get multiple manifestations. I don't know about that last part. Yeah. Like me... But but magic system yeah. invested arts are the result of the interaction between a shard and a shard world. Yes, but you're I think you're a little too focused on the metallic arts. Cause shard blades are a god metal yeah. that are not viable with metallic arts. But we don't have honor invested on schedule. Right. Uh, what, what I'm saying yeah, is right. if honor one were alive, two after doing the whole Roshar shenanigans things, got up, went to Scadrial, and invested himself there, would produce a metal different from the metal the shard blades are made of. I, I want to say no, because that's weird, but you are kind of right that there is some interaction with the planet. I just feel like the direct divine like solid 100% solid manifestation of your thing is just that thing. It it would need to be... Like, why? At least yeah. one? Maybe, maybe... And honestly, this could be as simple as, well, I mean, there's alloys of god metals. Yeah, <laughs> like... that's actually what I was thinking, because I think <laughs> there is a word of bread in, in the future, which we will eventually talking about. Yes. Talking about our... Does each order of Knights Radiant, their blades, are they a different alloy? I are think they I didn't metals? actually include this. So oh, yeah. how dare you? Because I thought that was actually an interesting one. Well, and, you're not the one making these docs, so yeah. there. But yeah, they referred to them as a single thing. Like, it's not an alloy. Uh, yeah, because it's it's a person, technically. Like You can't, it's, like, it's split up those blades. You know, because but Brandon did say you could consider them ten, 10 different alloys, so that's 10 different 
metals. But but what would that would probably be because each one of the radiant spren is a different composition of honor and cultivation, and so probably, yeah. it results in a in a in a slightly different metal. Well, any spren really, even. I would, I would probably say, right? Yeah, but the others can't manifest physically. Sure, 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 sure. But like, yet, 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 yeah. Cool, cool. How was that, Gray? Um, so it seems like a really involved discussion for like the word associated. <laughs> so. Welcome to Shardcast. Well, so Shardcast if, if you are thing. a listener and you're thinking, man, that was a long discussion about not a lot. Yep. Yeah, yeah, it was. Have an ally Ray is right now, now. <laughs> your 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 voice right you now. You have an ally in me right you, now. You 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 have an ally. It's just, <laughs> you have a wow, that was it, it. It wasn't the word associated. It was the at least one. What? Yeah. 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 Cool. Good. Great. Yeah. Next one. Technically harmonium or <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, 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 yeah, yeah, right. Okay. Questioner: Is the gold blade that Odium has his equivalent of an honor blade, Brandon? Not quite. Can you guys remind me about this gold blade? Are we uh, referring buyer's to a knife? knife? Yeah. Okay. The, I would... Questioner, this is not a blade Odium has. I mean... I would not blade... phrase the knife that killed Jezrian as... Knives are Yeah, blades. that gold blade that Odium has. Like, that would be something that, yeah, like... Okay. okay. Yeah. Anyway. I Technically, that. we never see this blade and Odium in the same room. Right, exactly. <laughs> That's why I'm confused. I would have just called it the knife that Moash used, the gold knife. I would call it Jezrian stabbing knife. Yes. <laughs> yes. Not Jezrian as the subject. Mm. Um, uh, not quite an honor blade. Well, my no. take on this is that this is Brandon's way of saying, nah, not at all. Good question, uh, but no. This, this is a highly understated not quite. I think it's sort of like they, maybe it's in the same family of things because um, we know honor blades have their own special rules, like way different from the whole radiant thing. But sure. yeah, I expect we'll see more about Moash and what he's doing, and we might get answers about oh, this yeah. gold blade. And oh, we don't even know that much about honor blades and like with their special rules. No, we don't. So I mean, I like. Think... The one thing that's going to end up being similar between Vire's knife and uh, and the other blades is that they are made of a god metal. Yeah, that that's yeah. what I see. Like it, the gold blade is made of Odium's honor, um, yeah. god metal. Honor blades are made of Honor's god metal, but Honor blades have or more stuff going on with them. Yeah, yeah. Which is going to take us to the last question of this event. Of the release party. Yes. Hope it's good. I really hope it's good. Uh, it is. It says. It's kind of cool. Are you going to add space whales to the Cosmere? <laughs> there will be things like that. But they won't actually be whales. I mean. I, if they were actual whales in space. What? Hey, <laughs> I would listen. Be very surprised. Like, Brandon, what? They Maybe they'll be like spaceships. Yeah, giant. I am. I am updating my theory from last time. The deepest ones are giant space whales that are cognitive shadows. Shades. Other side. Anyway, space shades. 
Space shades. In in space, n- nothing can see your shadow. That is a terrible tagline for a crappy space horror movie. You're welcome. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, Shannon, Shannon, you were trying you to say something. something to say. Yeah. No, I was just I was just gonna go start start talking about like organic things living in space, which is No, a yeah, thing. no, no. Th- I that's why I think this is cool, right? I like, think it's I think really this... cool. Yeah, I no, can't I'm wait with to you. See. I want to, I'm just, I, I feel like maybe this will be later when we get to sci-fi things, but I want to see space whales or maybe, no, yeah. Well, space, 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 not quite whales. Maybe we won't even get to real space. Maybe this is like a cognitive realm thing. Yeah. So, um, I mean, assuming there was organic life in the Cosmere that lived in interstellar boy. space. Yes. Or outer space, I should say. W- would it have to feed on investiture probably inorganic well, not- matter like rocks it doesn't have to be organic right you that's know? true it doesn't have to be organic it could be like a physically spread thing in physically space spread, yes in i i don't know if i would i want there to be real space fails that would be <laughs> awesome because they've shown up plenty of times in Star Trek. Like, come on. Not not in the Cosmere. This says in the Cosmere. Well, but but won't actually be. Things like that. Do you want us to move on? Oh, no. It's I no, I just wanted to do space. I just wanted to do space well. Noises. Yeah, it took me a yeah. second to realize you were doing something. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's let's move on. To the San Diego signing. Wait, we got through one signing. This won't. This series of Skyward Words of Brandon won't take forever. No, no, God. not forever. He's been making yeah. decent progress. Okay. Okay. I mean, you're right. You're right. We're, we're, by the way, we are not talking about a lot of other things that were in these releases. So oh, yeah. You just yeah. go to wob.com Has everything you need unvarnished direct from the super cannon. <laughs> also a lot of things you don't need. A lot of things you don't need, but it's all super cannon. Kind of cannon. Kind of branding uh, cannon. Great. great. So the next one, the first from the San Diego is questioner asks. So the 16 shards, is it possible that there are more than 16 yet they do not know of them. Brandon, this would be possible, but I'll just go ahead and tell you, no, there aren't. That'll stop a lot of theorizing, though it is possible that shards have been divided and things like this. Brandon, I almost never say no. Sanderson. <laughs> Brandon. <laughs> I forgot that. Brandon, I almost never say no. Oh, uh, Brandon. But I mean, I'd like yeah. See, I'd like to see divided shards. We are, we, I mean, honor, devotion, dominion. Take your pick. No, but those are like, that's not like divided into two different people. Well, I mean, you're, you're just not taking a broad definition of the word divided. I'm uh, taking the word divided and meaning like, you know how like ruin yeah. and preservation became one being. I want to see the opposite of that. Yeah, you did. Except Instead of two, there's 10,000. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> No, I you see know that you know that's not. I, 
<laughs> no, I I absolutely do. But welcome to Pedantic Cast, Gray. You know that's not what I meant. I know. Yeah, I know. Okay, that's what I want to see. That's what I that's what I focused on in that. But yep, and I need and a solid answer. Yep. This next one asks. You mentioned White Sand Volume 3. Do we have a release date? Brandon, we do not have a release date, but the script is done. We like the script. We've fixed slatrification, we hope. The ending is much improved over the novel, in our humble opinions. Uh, And Brandon later says that the ending of the prose has one really good element and one really bad element and we took out the bad element and focused on the good element i think it really kind of came together that's great news because i did not like the ending of that book i I barely remember the ending of that book yeah it's because it's not memorable (laughs) i don't know anything about white sand don't yeah it's fine and you don't need to (laughs) yeah i know i know about the boombox meme that's that's all i got cut on cut on oh Chris Get me from, my boombox. It's from White Sand. That's what I know too. Yeah, White White it's Sand. It's very important for the ritual. Shut Sorry. up. In a tweet or less. <laughs> there's a guy called Trell. Touch up me up. There's magic. There's Chris. There's Sand. There's Chris, autonomy. There's a uh, okay. Eh. Don't ask me to just get into all the little things I know about Taldane. Because yeah. it'll just be like, hey, there's a light side and a dark side. That seems <laughs> fun. Yeah, it's, they it's do a wear ropes because they're in the desert. Yeah, they're sand, sand Jedi. That's sand kinda, Jedi, kinda though. It's kind of like that though. Can't tell. Can't Jawa. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Ian, what do you think about this slatrification thing? Because you, you famously hate slatrification as, as well. I actually don't. I, I famously hate the idea that Brandon is going to. Oh right, sorry. Rewrite the prose version to fix slatrification and uncanonized the graphic novel which is a stupid idea well we don't know what that what volume three is gonna have for fix we don't know what fixing no like for the record if he fixes it in the graphic novel i'm all for that it's like disregarding the graphic novel and just writing it as a prose novel again ah sure that i hate he will not do that he mentioned it like multiple times and i was not happy david's a big fan he, yeah, he yes, he not do that. like he's got way too many projects on his plate. For I mean, him that's to, true. Like the reason White Sand is a is a is a graphic novel is because he doesn't have the time to fix it in prose, and he wants to have that story out in some format. What Brandon wants to do and what he has time for are different things. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So this goes back to our earlier discussion on Dissianamians. Oh yeah. Can oh. they have kids with humans? Oh God. No. <laughs> oh god questioner asked regarding dicey and amians the kremlings that make them up are spread about in a large area brennan they can lose touch if the distance is too far they can lose contact with the mind of the whole thing questioner would their cognitive aspect be affected by that brennan yes it would be i'll just leave it there but yes so i think this uh and i think we had more concrete destruction of the idea that uh the sleepless will be Ansible's. Uh, yeah. So that's too far. Very sad. That is unfortunate, yeah. That would be cool. I really like that idea. But this well, means that there's a lot of, if they go too far, what is too far? And also, how many Dissian avians are there just around us all the time? Four. Right now, in your house. Four. 
four. But we know that Dissy and Amians are important for Era 4. So if they're not Ansibles, why are they important? I mean, there are probably That's other... when they become space I... bombs! <laughs> I mean, like, I'm sure it's, like, Giant something space really whales. cool. I'm just like, what could it be? They're space I mean, bugs. So, so the way you're thinking of it is they are, you're thinking critical for Era 4. Like, important to the world of Era 4. They could be just important to the plot, the, the story that Brandon wants to tell. Yeah. I, yeah. That doesn't require Whoa. them to be answers. You can I know. just see Ian's fun. Just I, I, I mean, like that's pretty much what I just said. Like they're not Ansible, so why are they important? I'm excited to see that. Yeah, the oh, plot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I missed your excitement. Anyway, anyway, Ooh. this this episode is so connected. We get Amy and stuff, Hoyd stuff, and more Void Light stuff. This this is this is a cohesive episode. We're just going in order, and it's just turning out great. It was all pre-planned. We had everyone ask these questions, clearly, so that we yes. would get good Shardcast episodes. Um, is, is this? No, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. it, it it'll make writing the description really easy. Read the next okay. one. Fantastic. I will then read the next one, which is Great. from an unknown person who says, Is the reason the Diffused have access to unlimited void light because Odium's alive and the Radiants have that access garbo, 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 garbo? Presumably, I think the 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 inaudible is is diffused unlimited void light and radiance don't have unlimited because honor is dead, but Odium's alive. Uh, and Brendan says not exactly. They do not have access to unlimited void light. How about that? Which is very interesting. It's a relief. It's yeah, also it, they don't I mean, have. Unlimited? Yeah. Yeah. That could also be trivially true. Like the Heralds didn't have access to unlimited stormlight. Didn't they? They just they had, had access to a lot. They of had direct access to honor. Like right. Odium Odium doesn't have access to unlimited investiture. <laughs> I mean I feel like that's not in the spirit of what Brandon is saying here, but you're right. You're not wrong. I I have learned the hard way not to underestimate the level of Brandon's troll. Well, True. Brandon, all 16 shards are invested on Roshar, <laughs> technically. Sanderson. Technically all, Brandon, technically, technically all of them. Yeah, technically all of them. Yeah. yeah. But I, I I'm willing to say that the mechanics of how the fuse get void light are just not things we understand and that they that do true. not in fact have infinite access to it. So what if we tied this to a question we talked about last time, which was void binding usually comes from the unmade. Not always, but usually. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What if we say... Um, the fused, let's say the fused void bind. Let's say what they do is void binding. That could mean that they don't get their void light from some spiritual, like directly from the spiritual realm, uh, in a manner similar to the heralds getting their investitures through underblades. What if they require an unmade nearby that they kind of drain a little bit? 
for Void Light? I don't know if I buy that, but I love have them having limits. Which would I do want put, them to have limits, yeah. Yes. Which would put kind of the amount of, of Void Light of Investiture they have access to at any one time at a lot, because the Unmade have a lot of Investiture, but also not quite at like Odium near infinite level. I kind of like that because it would mean that, um, how do you pronounce Ba'ado Mishram? Exactly. Ba'ado Mishram. Oh, yeah. sorry. Ba'ado Mishram. How the Bay unmade um, would have an effect on the fuse. But that that's that would be an interesting thought. If, oh, uh, you do know that was a joke, right, Shannon? That it's but, not it's not Bay out of Mishram. That was just yes, a joke. I know. I yes. I oh, okay, okay, just making sure. <laughs> okay. Just making sure. Okay, great. I'm cool. gonna, you know, I'm just like it is. I get it. It's a okay, great, cool, cool. The fun. Bay unmade. The Bay unmade. My Bay. Unbade. I would like to see. <laughs> I would like to see her able to cripple, take down the fuse at the knees a little bit. I would love that. I'm not sure I buy that, but I like the, the idea. Oh, also, one of the I was reading the comments on the on the Casimir crushes. Yeah. Uh, episode, and one of them was uh, somebody looking forward to a, a showdown between Yasna and Baru Mishram. And I'm like, oh, anything with boy. anything with Yasna, anything with Vaidamishram, I'm in. So that sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Great. I'm sure. All right. So that's all for San Diego. And then we got to San Francisco, which is the event I went to. Uh, you know, we didn't actually talk about how Brandon actually did a reading on uh, a thing from Way of Kings Prime. He read the first thing. Uh uh, a town viewpoint. Um, yeah. It was... Brandon said there were no Spren and no Knights Radiant in this version of Way of Kings, so a little different. Little bit. Little which is, is mildly contradicting with stuff he said in the past, because uh, he's also said that originally there were only a few Spren, like Spren of the East Wind and Spren of the West Wind and things like that. I think at that point they were not Spren. They were, they something were just called different. like Spirits. Maybe. Or something. He had but, like an idea, but they weren't what we think of as spread. Yeah. Sure. Because so. there were the four wind spread. The east wind kind of became sill, and the others kind of became the storm father. So it's. Yeah, but he'd read that. Um, and you, you, you can read this all in Arcanum. Uh, it's, it's not very well written compared with what we have now, but. And it, it was all very Herald focused, and yeah, so that was kind of neat. Cool. You can see this is a 2002 Brandon, right? Right, yes. right, and it's much better now. And it's and so and better. I would I would in fact advise all of you to go read it. Uh, in in days when you feel like uh, we are waiting too long for the next Stormlight, or in days when you go, oh, why couldn't have Brandon just published the Way of Kings Prime? And go, then go, you realize. Go 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 read that and and. You find out why it it's good to wait until 2010. Yeah. yeah. But on to San Fran. So, again, I get the first one of the new event. San Francisco. Questioner asks, could someone who is spiked, not on Scadrial, still talk to the shards? Brandon. Yes. Little asterisk, but yes. Oh, no. We now have asterisk and little asterisk to deal with. Well, yeah, Asterisk is uh, Vivenna's shard blade. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Little Asterisk is her knife. Yeah. 
I don't know what this is supposed to mean. I, I think it's hinting at the fact that some shards can talk to people in brains, some can only listen. Maybe. And you need both to have a conversation. I don't know. Uh, I don't think that's what this means. I don't agree with that, but I don't know what it does mean. I mean, my my mind went to uh, if we are in era two, let's say we take Wax with his earring um, on Scadrio, he has spoken with Harmony back and forth. What if he went to Roshar? Can he still sure. do the same? Maybe you have to do something to make that work, maybe? Or, or wait, maybe, oh, I know what it is. Maybe what? another shard on another planet could just block that sort of communication mm. with, like, a lot of investiture. You know, maybe. You, can, you know? Like, when you go to another... If Harmony gets, well, not free reign, but he has a lot of ability to do a lot of things on Skadriel, uh, whereas... Cultivation and Odium do not have infinite ability to do a lot of things on Roshar because they're in conflict, right? So maybe, maybe that's what it is. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. This next one, I asked for Grace, and she wanted to know. In the death rattle, in the storm, I awaken, falling, spinning, grieving. Have we seen it on screen? Brandon said not yet. Good on him for remembering. Oh, that's true. Um, but Grace was thinking that uh, it was either uh, Nail and Lift at the end of Edge Dancer or something with Zeth. Uh, and it's neither of those, which is kind of neat. Hasn't happened yeah. yet. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't. Yeah. yeah I like that we have still lots of book one mysteries to go. I like oh, that. no. The death, death rattles are. I am yeah. so excited. I know. That's. It's like book ten, like oh my god, that death rattle! Oh. Hey, I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful for book five, even like. I mean, right? Odium just showed up at the end of art two of book three. I'm sure Brandon. Well, surprise has plenty more to go. Like yeah. how how big can the story get? Yep. So this next question is from Space God person. Mm-hmm. I like your name. Yep, he's nice. His dad was in... also very nice. Yes, in the Stormlight Archive. Do corrupted spread act differently in Fabrials? Brandon, yes. Excellent question. Excellent. What? That's wild. I know. I See, love this so much. I wonder if this is because once they are injected with that foreign investiture, they are no longer the same kind of spread. No, they're of course not. No, of yeah. course not. But it's yeah, like we re keep referring to them as, oh, it's a corrupted glorious friend it's a corrupted pain friend but they're not really glorious friend or pain friend anymore but they still get attracted by the same thing i guess that's true like shalan had to flash her safe hand to attract shame's friend i guess that's true but i feel like on an investiture level like it surely must be different right and so the way that it functions would be yes yes absolutely attracted the same thing but they act differently Something has gone wrong. Like, it, it might even just be on the level, like, you know, they were measuring the flame spread in that one interlude. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. It could even be uh, maybe a, a corrupted flame spread would be like at a different frequency. I don't know. Differently. It would, it would be interesting to see, and I'm sure we'll is see it, this more. Like, is it like, they, like, flame spread is an easy example. Like, would a corrupted one burn hotter 
or differently? Or would it be like, or colder? Would it just be, would it stop acting? How how far away from a flame spread would it go? Yeah. yeah. So I think I they like turn blue. I vaguely oh, I remember. For, fl- for a flame, oh. we haven't Dude. seen a corrupted flame spread. Okay. I don't remember. Neither do I. <laughs> Post in the comments below. Did we see corrupted flame spread? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So, uh, next question asks about the back five of Stormlight and whether they're going to be more herald focused, uh, how are the points of view going to work and things like that. And Brandon essentially says that the first five are turning more on what happened with the Knights Radiant. And then the last five are more what happened with the heralds. Uh, so we're going to get flashbacks to the time of the Dawn Singers and things like that. Which is super exciting. Yes, Very I was exciting. thinking about this. Whatever um, Talon and Ash's flashbacks are, like... I think in the next episode, we're going to have a very, very spicy word of Brandon on the Heralds. And okay, I'll definitely listen to that one. Yeah! Yeah. Uh, so exciting. Just expressing our excitement. Yeah, yeah. It, it, like, it, this is exciting. Yeah, I mean, and, yeah, and it's like, interesting to see the what divides the two halves of Stormlight. Like, we're getting the... more nice Radiant stuff, more Herald stuff in the back. Yeah. Like, that's I, that's a good, like, thematic yep. thing. Yeah, so that's like exactly that. what I was thinking as well. Yep. All right, so the next one. Questioner asks, the missing number of Shard Blades. I just want to confirm that when the Blades were abandoned, that all of them stayed in the physical realm. My question is, did some just evaporate? Brandon? Ah, good question. They did not evaporate. This one was asked by a fully invested who I met at the signing, and he said it was inspired by Shardcast and that Missing Shardblade podcast. Yay! We have influence, which is scary. (laughs) Uh, Well, on on that note, one of my own questions, which I imagine we're going to talk about in the next episode, uh, was also inspired by the Missing Shardblades cast. Mm. And, And it was about whether most of the shard blades are kind of in the same place. Is there is there a secret cache of blades, or are they kind of all over the place? Uh, but that got rifled. Yeah. Oh, well. This just reminds me of Hoy talking about the purpose of a storyteller, and it's not to tell you what to think, but to give you questions to think about. On. We are yeah. not here to answer your questions. We're just <laughs> giving you more questions to ask Brandon. Pretty much. Uh, Pretty much. But hey, they did not evaporate. That's good. That, yeah. that is good. They're, they're out there somewhere. They're out there somewhere, which in some sense is even more crazy. Yeah. And the Fused would probably be very interested in all of them. Yep. Nope. All right. So I asked Brandon one more thing because someone before the signing got, uh, got reminded me how irritated I am about the Lord Ruler having children. Okay? And so I ask... Note that Brandon likes trolling me in particular, so do, do, do be aware of this. So I say, you've said the fandom puts too much emphasis on the Lord Ruler's children, and by that I mean me. I do. Uh, is that because the Lord Ruler suppressed his ability to pass on his abilities to them? Brandon, no. <laughs> me. Brandon, that make <sighs> You don't get this hear that but i'm just so angry at this that brandon that makes no sense now i'm even more upset it's 
It's my fault because I keep telling people that the Lord of his kids should be important, so you can blame me. Brandon, people can be important and not be Cosmia relevant. Yeah, but they'd be like super powerful Mistborn. Yes, who died 900 years ago. <laughs> but he spent so much time getting Fair Cammy away from Allomancy. Brandon. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> we're doing a podcast on the Lord of his children. That's what we're going to do. Coming soon. Ish. Ish. I mean, soon. Um, I mean, I, I guess I guess I, I can see Brandon's point that people can be important without being relevant to the entire Cosmere. I mean, that's true, but, like, they're so powerful. And Brandon's also said that those kids, they, they all didn't die off. They kind of mixed in with the population. Yeah, That's a thing that happened. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe, I mean, Rashek was not a monster. Maybe well. he was okay with the idea of letting his kids live and die and do their own thing. And if that led to the chance of a, a full-born, as we've been calling full Almancers and ferrochemists, um, appearing in the population, then he would deal with that. Like, that would be his price to pay for letting his kids live. But the fact that there is no frucumi at all in noble society... Yeah, because if he had kids and they interbred with noble society, there should be some. Maybe they didn't interbreed with noble society. But he's also said that, like, yeah, you might run into descendants of the Lord Ruler yeah. and Eric yeah, too. Yeah, they've been mixed so. in with Ska, maybe. But still, you would see Ska having fair chemical abilities, which we don't see. Oh, I I like that logic, Argent, because. I mean, the Lord really doesn't plan to die. Like, hell, you know, if someone develops those powers, I mean, I'm better than them. I'll, I'll kill them first if they're a problem. In fact, and, he very much plans not to die. <laughs> that's kind of his point. But also, like, the terrorist breeding programs happened much later. And, like, he probably had these kids much earlier. And yeah, as, yeah. you know, Ruin's corruption got more into him that... You know, he needed to do this terrorist breeding program, and yeah. maybe in the first century or two, he didn't care about that, and was just like, hey, hey, ladies, I'm really awesome. What's up? I'm God now. Sweet. Spook.0. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Lord, Maybe the Lord Ruler was more of a ladies' man than Spook. Had a thousand years to, to be a ladies' man. See, that's um, something I've always wondered about. It's like... Did he have sex with people, like, even when he was super old? Like, I mean, if he can look however he wants, I yeah, would assume like... he would not look super old because he only looks super old when he's by himself. He never no, looks... No, I, I, I mean, like, when he's 900 years old. Like, super, like yeah. he is mentally super old. Is he yeah. still having sex yeah, with sure. people? Yeah, why not? See, <laughs> like, I've, I, yeah. I've thought about things like that. Yeah, like, of course. I don't know. It just feels weird to me, <laughs> and it's just like this is the god of a religion. Yeah. yeah so, like, so it's, at some point, I feel like he would be he, he would reach the point where he is not only so much older 
than anyone around him. He is also so much more powerful than anyone around him that they just hold no appeal to him. I don't. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't agree with that logic. He's still a human and would still have human desires. Yeah, I can see There it. is not a lot of empirical evidence on, no, there, no, there's not. on, on sex drive among Additionally, given that he's tapping youth, like what that does to someone's sex yeah. drive. And we like, are assuming that he uh, is at least attracted to women in that like he had kids. So it's not like he's ace or anything. Which Yeah, clearly. Pretty clearly, I would imagine. He he would not have kids if he, you know, didn't have those desires. Right? <laughs> like that would be dumb. That would be super dumb. Yeah. That would be, like, extra dumb. As dumb as this all is. <laughs> I'm glad you guys are having fun. <laughs> I am having fun. We're going to have a whole hour-long podcast on this. On, on, on. Yeah. Moving on. On fun. Moving on. <laughs> it is to fun. Brandon's, the Lord not Brandon. Ruler's sex drive. Eric's other favorite topic. Oh, yeah. I just, yeah. Questioner I mean, asks, Oh. is Yalani a character in any other stories? And this is referring to the figure, historical, fig, historical figure from First of the Sun, who was the only woman to become a trapper. Oh, oh. Brandon, I totally right now, all no. Good question. Questioner, does not seem like an, like a, an Elikan name. And there are people in Stormlight who seem to have Aviar. Brandon, yeah, people in Stormlight do have AVR. That has happened. But let's just say, during Stormlight area, getting things on or off of First of the Sun is really hard. Okay. Yeah, see, that's the interesting part. The Yolani do part think... I don't find interesting at all. Okay, so I know there's some some weird things with, with Pagey uh, in terms of... Um... The J is not first. Yes, it is. No, I said Padgy. 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 There's not a T there. Let let it let it go. Let it go. <laughs> I am so certain you're wrong. The T is first, right? Yes, the T is first, which is like what Arjit was saying. Yeah. No, that was definitely no. He said Padgy. I think yeah, that's his accent. The T, the T is like super silent. I'm not. I'm not gonna intentionally pronounce Padgy. That sounds dumb. <laughs> no. Moving on. Look, you're the one who says Padgy, so I don't. You can't. You do yeah. say Padgy. Yeah, it's no. been bothering me for months. I don't remember what I say. <laughs> Yeah, you have, I don't even you have... remember what I tell these guys. Is like, hey, we're gonna go do this thing, and then they'll they'll tell me. So I I did I did what you said, and I'm like, why did who told you to do it that way? You did. Like, oh, oh, yeah, oh so stop okay. being bad. It's Padgy. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> can yes, it is weird. we we probably we probably think that Padgy cannot leave first of the first. No, first of the first I... is the star. First of the sun. I would assume no. Right, because Avatar. So do we think that getting things on and off first to the sun is dangerous because 
of because the avatar essentially acts as a guardian there? I think it's because Patchy, it the island is a death trap. Well, I'm, I'm interpreting this to mean that maybe during the Stormlight era that that Patchy isn't there yet. So there's no perpendicularity. But I don't know how you'd get there, on there. There has to be perpendicularity there. I, I know, but like that. Maybe. Autonomy doesn't have to have invested there yet. Sure, that's maybe fair. They're, maybe they're blockaded. I don't know. I, I would... think it's just Patchy is a death trap and they don't know how to deal with getting on it, like dealing with that yet. I mean, maybe. maybe. There, there maybe. are some scary animals there. That yeah. could be it. They don't anyway. have the benefit of the trader, the trappers, who have learned over hundreds of years how to deal with the island. Well, sure. Okay. Timeline's yeah. weird. So yeah. we, don't, we don't even know what's going on there right now. No. And going to the next question from XNKVBO. Great. If you want to find out more about how I feel about people with names I can't pronounce as a single word, see the last episode. If an Awakener with perfect invocation turns something white, can they or another Awakener then use the white thing back to gray, back to white? Uh, and Brent says, I actually thought about this. My answer ended up being no. Can you give us a little explanation why? I will delve into it more as I delve into the nature of color and why it's relevant to multiple magics in the Cosmere. So it's a raffle. That's interesting to me. So let's I think color mattered, except in Warbreaker. No, it's it, it matters for the gemstones and stormlight. Yeah, well, I just figured that out recently. Yeah, right. Like right, two yeah. days ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, no, and that uh, and it's apparently matters in a lot of things. I guess. No, in 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 the last maybe year or so, we've we've seen more and more questions where Brandon is like. Yeah, color is kind of a big deal in the Cosmere, and we're going to look more into it in yeah, the future. Which is all weird. Um, do we want to walk through the mechanics of the question? Because Warbreaker magic and perfect invocation and, and bleeding colors to gray or to white are not necessarily something everyone remembers. So, so what, is, what does perfect invocation do, Ian? Okay. So for an ordinary Awakener, they drain things to gray. Once you reach like the 10th tightening or ninth, whatever, you become so efficient that you can suck all of the color out of an object, leaving it white. So it's, can you then use white, which is all colors, to create more color is basically what they're asking. Which, no. Color is very, very complicated. Can normal, color awakener, can normal awakeners drain white? No. Can perfect awakeners drain white? I don't think so. I think this is because we're using pigment-based co color. Black is all colors, white is no colors, versus light, which is white is all colors and black is the absence of color. Oh, so right. that's which a common lame. thing people yeah, stumble probably. on. Yeah, right. Because because I'm a physics person, so I I don't go with the pigment pigment based variety, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. That. But there is the whole thing that the tenth tightening 
you also pr- prisms happen. Like I yeah. think white things around Susan Braun are really weird and create rainbows. Yep. So he could, yep. I don't think he could use that color to awaken. Because it'd be like trying to use a rainbow to awaken. It's like you can't touch it to drain the color from it. It it would lead to an infinite loop, I feel. Mm-hmm. Brandon right? did say that there was something... Uh, I think this is a little later in this, but uh, that if you shined a red light on a wall, could you drain that for uh, for awakening? And Brandon said you would use the red that was in the, the light. Li- the light bulb. Yeah, yeah, not the light. So, yeah, it's not the light. It's the thing that, it's the pigment, so to speak. N- not quite pigment, but like, yeah, you're not grabbing the photons to do this. That's not what's happening, right? Yeah. You're not literally grabbing the photons and draining them. You are, you are changing the object. Not our perception of the object. Not our perception of the object, but you are also changing, like there was a word of Brandon somewhere that you're changing essentially the spiritual aspect of the object. Oh, God. So no. that is awakening. No. <laughs> awakening oh, is really weird. Spirit. Uh, oh, the answer to why color matters. Spiritual mumbo jumbo. Hey, easy. Hey. That's Welcome pretty to much the answer to everything in the cosmere. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Why don't well, we? Why don't we wrap up with some? Well, um, that 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 was good to. In in case you forgot, like I did, about the the weirdness. I remember it being weird, but yeah. Hey. Thank you. I it's I think cool. we are still in I a forget, place where we I all forget think it's so weird. much cosmere magic. So I know. Hey, listen, Mistborn stuff. I was just like, okay, great. Yeah. <laughs> Don't know. <laughs> Do you I not forgot. want to talk about the Lorderless Children, Shannon? Ah. I, I forget. Listen, it's been years since I've like had to be up on my allomancy, my ferrochemy, and my hemallergy. I don't remember. Yeah, that's any... fine. That's fine. <laughs> there's there's plenty. Statistically speaking, there's plenty of stormlight to talk about. <laughs> so my hope. Fine. <laughs> so last one for this event. How about something related to Emperor's Soul? Brandon says, I had a really good idea for a sequel earlier this year, but I don't know if I'll ever do it. I don't want to Lucas it. I don't want to take something that works so well on its own and then make something that makes it not work as well on its own. I might do it. I might not. I understand that, but typically when Brandon has a good idea, it is good. It's, it's a good yeah. idea. <laughs> I, In I my understand opinion, the fear. He mm-hmm. should write it, and if it sucks, never publish it. Right, exactly. Yeah, like if 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 uh, you know, his editor and stuff, and it goes through the process, is like, yeah, this is trash. And but if he's just afraid, if he's just afraid of like, oh, I might ruin it, you'll never know if you don't try. <laughs> or you, you, can just you know, I'm us. sure he will try lots of things when he has Stormlight Four off his desk. Oh yeah. uh, no! Then he's gonna go to Stormlight Five. Yeah. He's not gonna go immediately. Well, not, not not immediately. No, not immediately. No. He'll um, he'll he'll branch out a bit, and maybe he'll write. He'll feel better about it after he's gotten that out of, out of the way. I'm just excited by the, I the prospect of an Emperor's Soul sequel. Like I that's exciting it. to me. Shy is one of my favorite characters, she's and I want her to come back so badly. So she badly. might. She she does become a world hopper. That well, I do know, and I'm word, still that's, waiting. That's not but... what that word of Brandon says, Evgeny. Shush. That, that said, someone, there was a word of Brandon where someone was like, 
hey, does Shy become a world hopper? And Brandon is just like, I'm not even going to answer what yes or no on that. Gotcha. And Evgeny um, is saying that Shy is a world hopper, which is definitely not what was said. I'm pretty I sure want it to be true, but I want to see her again. I hope we see her again. And I am, I've been hoping for her to come back for a long time. So we just did some research and uh, there, there's nothing concrete that says Shy is a world hopper. So you, so we hope you enjoyed this episode. There's plenty more to go. Trust me, there's a lot more to go through. Uh, and we'll get to them, uh, well, maybe not next time, but uh, soon. Either next time or the time after. Either um, this year or next year. <laughs> well, it, this will air next year. Um, <laughs> this will air next year. <laughs> it, it, this one is next year, for sure. So, you know what time it is? It's time for Who's That Cosmere Character? All right, guys. You guys know the game. Send in a character with five clues to Who's That Cosmere Character at gmail.com. And we will read them and sometimes mock them. Uh, But we will read them. And each uh, clue, our contestants will have a guess. And that's what we're going to do. And this first one is by some guy named Joshua Harkey. Hmm. Jo- jo- Josh of Wa? Yeah, the Joff of Wa. Oh. Yeah. And maybe, maybe it's Josh Hua. No. <laughs> so, this, this character, clue number one, was in their mid to late twenties. Was, is that just how would all the? Oh, sorry, was? they're they're all like that. So, okay, yeah, just yeah, the... uh, don't, don't 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 focus on that too much. Because okay. to I mean, Dalinar was in his mid twenties at some point. The Stormful no. Don't don't think about that too deeply. Like Elkar, Adolin, no, Aled, no. Clue two, this character was a shard bearer. Yeah, the right world. <laughs> uh, Yakimov? No. Good guess, though. Was a shard bearer. Well. Again, I'm just, I'm just using the terminology that... Is a shard bearer? Hmm. May or may not be dead. May or may not be dead. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. we, got, we got Elokar out of the way, so... Yeah, we do. Yeah. Right. Um, mid to late 20s shard bear the amount of pedantic cast of you used this verb <laughs> <laughs> this tense listen um, yeah this character would have had been <laughs> but let's get some uh, progressive tense in there you know <laughs> mid to late 20s <sighs> my god moash no um, Helleran. No. Ooh. Excellent guesses. Clue three. This character was stabbed in the chest. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for asking. Great. Just reading what's just reading I mean, what's on here. Not inherently a death sentence. Tanalan. No. Yeah. I don't think which Tanalan. <laughs> uh, one of them was more. One than... of them was not stabbed in the chest. I mean, they they don't they don't fit the the age profile. 
the age profile. Well, say it anyway. Maybe you were wrong about ages. No, I wasn't. Okay. <laughs> You're also very humble. <laughs> Extremely humble. I, I am, yeah. The it's most humble. One of my great, great many wonderful traits. Yes. Modesty. Stabbing the chest. Yeah. Mm. What? Who wants to bet that Dalinar did it? <laughs> Statistically, that's probably true. <laughs> I mean, I won against Elicar, but I know Arjun already guessed it, so I'm not going to guess it again. But it's what's coming to your mind over and over again. Yes. I know. Yeah. I, I have this problem on Sharkcast. So it's like, I know this doesn't flip with one clue, but now I can't get that character out of my brain. He was, he was yeah. also stabbed in the back. So. <sighs> but if it went through, he was also technically stabbed in the chest. Pedanticast! <laughs> Let's analyze. You are, you are not wrong. CSI Silverlight. Let's <laughs> I analyze. I feel like this is some guy Enhance. who I've totally forgotten about. Enhance. Redden? No. Who that is? <laughs> it's one of the shard holders from the four for radial duel. That the, the duel. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Super well. That was a great right. moment for my ship, but. Yeah. <laughs> Honor is dead. I'll see what I can do. Yeah. yeah. Welcome to the party. <laughs> you still haven't guessed, Evgeny? I still haven't guessed. Okay. Because I'm I'm running out of people that that have been stabbed. In the chest. <laughs> in the chest. Um, like I'm getting, I'm getting Battle of Narak vibes. Um, but I don't know, so I'll pass for now. In the interest of time. Clue four. This character was in a relationship with a dark-eyed woman. You know it's always bad when it's when it's a keeper or a sharder sending in one, you know? Yes. It's always yes. <laughs> it's like, uh, everyone's face just crinkles. Oh my god. I mean, I am I'm garbage at this game. Yes, me too. Um not as bad as Josh. Uh, Josh Dark. Josh Walker, our fearless leader. Not you, can you say it again? Just um clue four All again. Clues? Just clue four, clue four. This character was in a relationship with a dark-eyed woman. Sabariel wasn't stabbed, was he? I'll I mean, he's, uh, he's alive. You could live from a chest. Yeah. Like, <laughs> not a death sentence. I am, I am pretty sure he was not stabbed. Okay. On well, screen, at least. On screen. He could have been stabbed yeah. at some point. I'm I'm pretty sure every opportunity where he could have been stabbed, he was like getting a massage or something. Yeah, he usually is. Um, I also don't know if he's a shard bearer, and he's yeah, also not in his <laughs> he's definitely mid not. to late twenties. Listen, it's who I'm thinking of. <laughs> I know. I know. For for extreme values of twenties. Dark-eyed woman. Maybe it's a dark-eyed man. Is it Kaladin? It, it is. Uh no, it is not Kaladin. I already said Moash. Dang it. Nope. Also, Kaladin is technically not in his mid to late twenties. I mean, he's exactly kind of mid. Yeah. What? Is he, is he's yeah. a baby. Yeah. I thought he was low twenties. Uh, yeah, low twenties. He turns oh. twenty during Way of Kings. He's mm. a baby. 
he's a baby. Okay. Baby Kaladin. Baby Kaladin, baby Tien. And then Tien gets killed. Yeah, the age profile I keep getting off. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, granted, in in Earth terms, he's like 22, but still. I, that, that doesn't matter. Okay. Oh, that's mine. Whatever. Stabbed in the chest. I know. This I wonder is if a... it'd be fun for me to sing the Jeopardy song during these. Would that be fun? No. Don't Are you sure? It. I think it'd be fun. Try. What eye color does the protagonist of the Bouchard and Pride and Prejudice novel have? He's also not stabbed. No. That's like the other thing that's popping into my brain. Stabbed in the chest. This is going to be some guy I've never heard of. Well, I've heard of, but then I forgot. About. No. I don't agree. Oh. I'm, I'm still getting the rag vibes. Hobber? No. Okay. Oh! 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 Okay. No, we're okay. I don't. I don't have it, but it's okay. Okay, just going in. <laughs> okay. okay, I think that's staying in the episode. All right. No, I, mean, I don't. Listen, I just thought of someone, I mean, but I... it doesn't fit the age profile, so oh, we're okay. okay. Shoot. Yeah. I I also thought of someone who doesn't fit the age profile. <laughs> so, you want clue five? Yes. Is it is it Caleb? No. Okay. Clue five. This character considered himself to be a patriot. Graves. Yes, it is Graves. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. What? Yeah, yeah. okay, gotcha. gotcha yeah, he's gotcha. dead. A few is yeah. murdered him. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Don't remember. And, and it, see, see that's, it, it's a good clue because the moment there are very few people in Stormlight who who describe themselves as patriots. If if, if right, not, like, right, exactly. He might be the only one. Patriotism isn't exactly a thing that you know Alephi are all like, oh yes, patriotism. Unlike so who was the person you thought of, Gray, that got that reaction? I was like stabbed in the chest. I was like, oh my god, Yezrian. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, doesn't again. <laughs> that's that's the opposite of the age profile. <laughs> I know. I was like, oh well. Mid to late twenty thousands. He kind of froze in his like middle aged years, didn't he? Yeah. He's like an older guy. By the time he got stabbed, we're a okay. Bit. Yeah. All so. right. All right, guys. Oh, that was that was spicy. That was spicy. <laughs> this next one is again from Colton X Nine. Oh no. <laughs> I'll just read it exactly as it stated. This character is from Shin. Is from Shin. That's what it says. Are, are they are they a Shinovar? Yeah, I I would assume <laughs> that that is what that means. Um. Oh no, it's. I want to oh, guess my. the grass again. <laughs> I don't remember the grass's name. It is not the grass. Okay. And I don't remember its name either. But it is not. It the grass. translates to sullen. Okay. Is it? I'll, I'll, I would have accepted that, but it's not the grass. So okay. Is it the farmer risen and flock of? No, not flock of. Um... <laughs> I honestly have I made imagined... that mistake. I have made I'm that. I'm imagining risen and Tavlakov 
going no. together on an adventure, and it is amazing. <laughs> in my world, no, Riz, Riz I... and and her Babsk, uh, they I meet a Babsk. farmer, and and it's the farmer who Vista. once had Zeth. Is it mm. is it that guy? No. Okay. So for the record, I when I couldn't think of the grass's name, I kept thinking to block up. I'm like. <laughs> No, that's all right. Yeah, <laughs> that's not. A, that's, that's definitely not his name. This grass. What was its name? Caledon. <laughs> <laughs> Is it Seth? No. Okay. I mean, Could someone you... had to guess that. Oh, and Could do, <laughs> which will be completely helpful for you all. This character was in the possession of a Thalen merchant. In possession of a Thalen merchant. That's what it says. Is it Cherry Cherry? No. Okay. Is it yes. Seth's Oathstone? That's not a character. That's if it's not a character. character. But uh, no, it is not. I'm going to take that as your guess anyway. I mean, I'll, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll bite and I'll say, is it Zeth? No. Right. That is literally what Gray yeah. guessed. Yeah. At the end of last round. But I was... Somewhere else in your you head. You were not paying attention. <laughs> this is clue three. Two episodes in a row. <laughs> Look, I don't. Clue number three. This character is accused of being a void bringer. It's a chicken, or it's a um parrot. Which chicken? Which chicken? Jix on none. Oh, and Evgeny gets it. Hey. I do not <laughs> remember the chicken. Clue four. This character was last seen. Scene in a scene with Hoyd and Clue Five. This character is a chicken. <laughs> I love chicks. Which chicken? Was it an actual chicken like we think of it, no, or no, was it? It's, a no, parrot? it's a parrot. It's, it's a, a parrot. parrot. It's not that. It's not an actual chicken. Oh, okay. And 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 they they accuse it of being a void bringer because it it says its name. Oh right. yeah, yeah yeah I remember <laughs> that yeah. Yeah, I think the menagerie thing, right? No. With no, Shawn's it's from. Middle Fest? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, it's the Void Bringer. Right, right. Great. Well, that was some spicy Who's That Cosmic characters. That is good stuff. We hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Shardcast. You can find all the words of Brandon at wob.coppermine.net as usual. Uh, Come to 17shard.com for all your news, discussion, theories, and fun that you could ever need. And join us on Discord where you can ping us about how dumb we are or how great we are. One of those two, maybe. We're in the middle. That's fine. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud, YouTube, and you can leave us a review on iTunes. And we will see you all next time. Bye. Jackson Nunn. He's a parrot. I'm a parrot. (laughs) I'm a raven, and I say...